uh, we will provide also a sustainable jobs for the for the people from the farmers to engineers to to the consumers the one thing that's inspiring me inspiring me the most to to wake up and to work hard is of course myself aside from myself is the to have other people also whatever you will do today will be your tomorrow it's if it is either positive or a negative it has an effect so just uh, do what is right today and it will be right tomorrow are you feeling stuck, lost, tired, or uninspired? We've all been there, including myself. I'm Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you that the best, unapologetic, and limitless version of yourself is yet to come. The Born Unbreakable podcast is here to inspire just that. With motivating guests from all different walks of life and around the world, their stories will empower you to unlock abundance and your unbreakable spirit. Do you need accountability? Reach out to me for a free consultation of how I can support you in reaching your maximum potential. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I am your host, Coach Des, and I have a special guest with me today calling in from the Philippines, which I'm so excited about because it reminds me that I really need to make a trip there. <laughs> I still haven't been to the Philippines, so it's on my list of places that I want to go, uh, especially with my father being born there and having a family that is from there. So one day I will make it there. But today, I have the COO, the Chief Operating Officer of McKay Green Energy, Jerson Nalasco on the show. Welcome, Jerson, to the show. Thanks for coming today. I know it's early in the Philippines right now. Hi, Des. Hi, everyone. So yeah, um, actually, it's, no, it's, uh, it's uh, good timing for now. I'm a morning sure. person, so it's pretty late for me. Okay, good, good. No, I'm glad. I, I work at all different hours of the day too, so I know I know what that's like. But I'm just I'm so glad that you're on the show today to talk about more about green energy and what you do at McKay. But I would love to start with your personal story. If you could just talk a little bit more about your personal background and then what led you to where you are today, that would be awesome. Uh. Sure, sure. Um, I'm actually a normal person, and my my, my parents are. I, I grew up in a church, so my, my parent, um, my father is a pastor, and of course my mother is a pastora. But uh, <laughs> but then um, I grew up a, a, a good. I think I, I had a good childhood because of my cousins, and etc. But then I have also my 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 downside, and as an as a ch child, so let let me tell you this story. But when I was in uh, in grade school, so I, I was actually uh, there is too much fun, and my friends are not that good because there comes a time that we we go to to a market and then we get some we stole some stuffs. So this uh, this is my my story. But it's a funny thing. But right now. When going back to it, there are reasons behind that, and that's that's because of the the the, the choices that we're making. But then uh, during high school, I'm pretty good, and I took up IT in college. 
Uh, I'm a IT graduate, but then I uh, I have a crash course, and now I'm taking my masters in business. So uh, by this March, I will be having my my master's degree already. Wow! Yeah. What a journey! What a journey! It is. It is. That's really wonderful, and you know. I think that anybody listening can relate to growing up and being in circumstances when you were younger with maybe friends that weren't necessarily the best influence and we all make mistakes growing up, but part of the journey is finding our way, finding our passion and you know figuring out what kind of contributions we want to make in the world. So I think you know, while while it might be something that was challenging growing up, I think there's a lot of uh, familiarity with folks who are listening um, that probably can think back to something in their childhood that maybe wasn't uh, ideal. <laughs> but um, I'd love to know how you decided to get into green energy. What was your motivation for working with McKay? Yeah, um, so I started as an IT uh, intern uh, with Bakay, and then uh, they decided to to absorb me as an IT. So I became the website head or the the information technology head. And then the story is there there is this uh, moment that Makai Green Energy don't have an operations head uh, in one of our sites uh, that's in Nueva and then uh, my boss, Mr. Makai. Uh, he or he actually is my mentor, him personally, and then he he talked to me, and then asked me, Jack, do you want to step up your game, uh, not just an IT but as an my as my operations officer? I have a site in uh, in Nueva I don't have a manager. Can you try it? And then me as a young guy, I was 21 that time. Uh, I took up the challenge. Okay, let's go. Okay, Sir James, what what do I need to do? What do I need to prepare? And then the first thing that he gave me is a number of a person that's the point person in the in this site. And he just asked me, just call him every day, ask what's the update and what's happening. And that's all, uh, that's the start of everything. So um, that's that's why, I, and then I, I I grew up to, I, I, I like it. I like, I like the operations. I like the logic of it. I like the challenge. I like the, I like the pressure of it because of the production side the plantation side the agricultural side everything i love it every moment of it until now and that's the reason why from that place from Nevesiha in uh, in uh, in luzon i flew going to neg in an island it's a local island also it's a negros island that's an hour flight and then from there i go from site to site just to be be there for us and operations so i uh, i really like it i really like the job so that's why i i that's the first time that i get involved with the operations wow so you know many people might be thinking okay that's a really big job for someone at the age of 21 to jump into a lot of times people don't take heads of operations jobs until probably twice your age, you know, with a lot of experience. So what gave you the desire and the ambition to take on such a big position for McKay? Um, actually, I have a lot of skill set. 
and I don't know what's, what's, what will be uh, my niche. Like, wh what am I good at? When you say Jack, what am I good at? And I think I found it already with these operations. And the logic of it, it's really different from day-to-day, -day, different challenges, and different pressure. And all of this, while it is happening, I'm just chilling. And I can think of a solution, like, you know, it's easily coming like, like that. It's in a snap. I have a solution already. And maybe that's why I'm, I push this uh, in operations. And, of course, I have a great mentors. And, and that's, uh, that's what matters. There are people behind your back to support you with that. Yeah, that's a big part. I think of taking on any major role is having people there to support you along the way. Talk to me about green energy and what that means there in the Philippines and what it's doing to change the, the climate. Because I think all over the world, not just in the Philippines, more people are wanting to adopt that kind of energy because um, it's, it's challenging today. The economy is changing. It's very difficult. And green energy, I think, is producing a lot of opportunities, um, but also benefits the environment. So talk more about that. Yeah, as we are all aware, we are a third world country. So it's uh, pretty hard for us to to get inside the government or the, the people itself to push regarding the, the green energy. We started, uh, I mean, locally, we started just like for the, from, from plastic bags to paper, from grocery stores, from plastic straw to metal straw to no straw at all. Um, but then this Makai Green Energy is a very different game because we are looking into the future. It's within the agricultural side of the Philippines. And uh, our byproducts is banana grass. As we all know also, or someone's uh, not known yet, but the Philippines is the sugar central of Asia. So we are the biggest exporter of, the, of sugar. Uh, during that time and until now we are still exporting not that much but we are still exporting and right now we are importing this uh, fossil coal fossil based coal that's coming from Vietnam Indonesia Thailand and um, we are buying it around 14 million tons just to produce power so the green energy in the Philippines is actually not that big of an issue or not that big in a discussion because the people here, if uh, they have an electricity, they're okay with it. But then it's not sustainable. And um, getting towards the agricultural side of the Philippines from sugarcane to banagas, and it's a big shift for everyone, including the farmers, especially the farmers. The farmers will, will be asking uh is asking asking us um how much do we owe how much do we earn with that where do we put it what should we do with that so what's the by, what's the byproducts because in sugarcane they will just harvest it in six months deliver it to the power plant and then the power plant will be the one processing it into sugars molasses and everything the that comes with it so they, they are used to that and the banagas which are banag are byproduct is new for them because for them the banagas is 
just uh, it's just a leaves that's uh, that's that's for cattle but no it's not panagas is a one-time planting crop and you can just plant it one time and it will grow in for 25 years that's how sustainable banagas is and the yield of banagas it's a it's a hybrid crop so came came from australia we cultivate in the philippines we bought the rights so we have all the rights to propagate it so um so banagas is one time planting for 25 years second is it's a non-carcinogenic or less fertilizer required as a C4 plant sugar unlike the sugar cane that is focused on sugar or food uh, food in the food crop but banagas is no it's a sustainable crop for biomass itself because it has a C6 sugars that is good for ethanol methanol all kind of alcohol and banagas also is a storm uh, typhoon resistant and um, all of these, uh, all of these characteristics of the grass. Wow! So there's there's so many benefits that is being created from green energy uh, that is impacting agriculture in a really big way. And I think I think one of the things that struck me the most about what you said is the word sustainability, and and just being able to have something that can last for years and years, um, which is which is a game changer, like you said. I think that's one of the, one of the greatest, you know, benefits. Um, you know, the, the other question that I have for you uh, is just around expansion. You know, so you're you're talking about the some of the travel that you've done um, already with McKay. What are the future? What's the future? What kind of future plans are, are there to expand what you're doing to other parts of the Philippines? Okay, maybe this is the time that I will be telling you the plans for of Makai Green Energy. So right now, hmm. we are in talks with the government and we are pushing them to create a, uh, a law to to accept this grass as a biomass or as an energy crop and they should be they should be creating some power plants for this you know why um in the philippines we are we always have uh, brownouts and we always have this shortage in electricity that's why the electric cars are we are far 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 from that the electric cars but then excuse me Yeah, but then, but then um, by using banner gas as an energy crop and for as a replacement for fossil-based fuel, this is will be sustainable because I, I, that's just what like I said, we can just harvest it for six months, eight months, and then use it for uh, for energy. And uh, this energy, um, we can produce um, fifty megawatt power plant. To use it for uh, for the local uh, for the local sorry this I'm okay so we were talking about the future of McKay Green Energy and you mentioned a law that 
is being worked on to get expansion so there could there could be more that your company does so let's talk more about that yeah uh so just what like i'm saying we would like to to change the fossil based fuel into a renewable energy source or uh, energy crop so by using uh by by using banner gas next to a power plant planted next to the power plant it will reduce greatly the carbon footprint that we will be making because banagas alone can do or in a negative 85 percent of carbon footprint we can save on that and the environmental impact of this is will be huge because we are producing locally and then we are exporting it uh, to the other side of the island so that's why we will be having a sustainable energy on that and uh, not just that, uh, we will provide also a sustainable jobs for the for the people, from the farmers to engineers to to the consumers. So everything will be will be um, will be in uh, in connection. So it will be simultaneous. So that's why the expansion is we will plant, 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 not just for the energy, but also for the carbon footprint uh, that we will yeah. be having. Yeah, I mean, I think the environmental benefit is obviously great because we do a lot to damage our environment today and anything that we can do to improve it is obviously po a positive, but also creating opportunities for people, I think, is major. Giving people a space where they can contribute and to the economy while well, they're they're also making money and growing as well i think is is a win-win all the way around but you know that's that's the the vision so i have to ask you what are the challenges so you know there's there's a great vision there's a lot of work that's been done already to uh improve renewable energy and now you know hopefully it expands what's difficult about your job well the the most difficult one is the funding of course because planting a thousand of a hectares of this grass will require a lot and uh, that's why we would love to have the support of the government that they should be having this kind of law for renewable that is supporting us for the funding because it will not just benefit Makai, but the whole world and the whole Philippines and the whole whole lot of the the the, the people of uh, of of MGE. So aside from the funding and uh, another challenge that we are facing right now is the local government units, the government itself, and because they're not allowing us to plant this grass and uh, they're to plant this grass and they, they cannot see the, the 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 big the big of a solution of this uh of this uh, grass but then another challenge is to educate the, the the people since just what like i said a while ago that this is a new product this is a new technology so we need to educate the people that they have this uh this grass in the philippines that they can be used for us to have a sustainable energy and a sustainable income and sustainable jobs. So those are the challenges that we're facing now. Yeah, that's, I think with anything new, there there comes 
a lot of work <laughs> to pre to prepare, especially when you're talking about something for the future. You know, today we live in a world where technology has been revolutionary. You know, we have electronic cars. We have the ability to do this, you and me right now, talking from another country, able to be on the computer and have this. So there's always an ad adaptation that we have to arrive to and, and then be able to function within. And I think that this is just another example of that with, with green energy, you know? So what are you personally looking forward to as you think about the next three to five years of your own personal growth? What are the kinds of things that you're excited about? Well, personally, I'm excited to, to see this coming and we are using a green energy from this green, green grass that we're producing in the Philippines. But then, personally, I would like the Philippines to be just like any other countries, Singapore, Thailand, Vietnam, that we can export again our agricultural products and help the, the, the world uh, for, this, uh, for this energy crop. Uh, personally, yeah. that's what I want also. Yeah, no, I love that. You know, there's a lot of people listening that have i think they come to this show because they want to be inspired and they have maybe some entrepreneurial spirit in them which means they want to try something new maybe even consider having their own business you know what kind of advice would you give to somebody who is looking to go into business and do something creative and innovative, but might be nervous or fearful about failure and what can happen in the future. What would you say? Well, um, personally speaking, aside from MGE, personally speaking, I also have my own business. But then just where I started, I started as an IT. But then I, I, I became the CEO of this uh, good company with a good product and by products. Uh, for the people that's listening um, and they, they're nervous about this uh, business, if, if you will be nervous all the time and you'll be scared to, to push forward and get out of your box, nothing will happen. And, um, and we don't want that. Because uh, this is, they, are, they have this called the, the ripple effect that you might have the idea, but I don't have it. You know everything, but some of it, I don't know. So you are helping the people also, and you are providing service, you are providing knowledge, and you are providing inspirations and motivations to other people. So if you are motivated and you have an idea uh, for this kind of business, but you're scared, I'm telling you just swallow it and push forward and move forward. And maybe that's, that's my, my only advice for it. Yeah, I love the concept of the ripple effect. You know, it makes me think about when someone takes the pebble and they skip it along the water and then you see the ripples. I think that's such a good analogy because oftentimes as one human being, we underestimate the power that we can have on other people because even just impacting one person can eventually turn into 10 and then a hundred and a thousand and it has to start somewhere 
but it will never be anything if you don't start in the first place, like you said. So I think that's really important thing to reflect on. Um, so what other business ventures? So you mentioned your own business. Can you talk more about what that is? All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. My family have a business of, uh, we have a water station, a small, a small uh, restaurant and a small uh, bake shop. But me personally, I have this as an, I mean, I cannot imagine myself that I, I have a pharmacy of my own as an IT. So I have a pharmacy on my own, of my own, and I have this, um, another two branches coming, maybe next year. And yeah. another is a learning center. I will not tell the, I will not tell the brand, but it's a learn, learning, learning center for the, for the kids, math and uh, reading. It's amazing. Okay. I don't know when you sleep. Because if you're doing a pharmacy, energy company, you help your family with a restaurant and a bake shop, that's a lot. But that's all very exciting. That that may, that means your life is not boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. That's why um that's why I have this series on uh, on social media that as I call it a mornings with Jack with Jack. And I, I love I love to to wake up in the morning like five AM before the sunrise. Because I love the energy of the first sun ray, and it's it's really different when it hits you uh, on your face. That's why I have this mornings with Jack. That's just motivating everyone just to wake up early, do everything early, and you will find yourself uh, more fresh during the day. That's true. They say that the early bird catches the worm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and. There, there's also a joke that uh, joke that I was uh, telling my friends. Uh, what what do you uh, what do you love the most? The sunrise or the sunset? So if they tell me, oh, I really like the sunset because it's pretty. Okay, you don't love sunrise? Um, no, because I wake up late. <laughs> I, I, I I I didn't see the sunrise, so it's just the sunset. <laughs> Yeah, they wouldn't know anything about it because they already missed it. Yeah. Right. It's 9 a.m. and that happened, you know, three or four hours ago. Yeah. That's so true. Oh, my gosh. Well, so then I have to ask you, because you do a lot of different things, there's a lot of diversity to the kind of entrepreneur that you are. How do you get inspired? What inspires you? Is it people? Is it certain experiences? I'm very curious about that. Yeah, um, maybe I, I'm inspired by my parents that uh, they did not stop working until now. They are the managing all our businesses. But then, personally, when I wake up in the morning, it's just that. Who 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 are you, Jack? Who are you? Who will you be? And what are the things you'll do that make a difference to this day? I'm I'm not actually planning for the future but then I, I'm trying to live for the day and with that day when I tell my, my it's it's really different when you you look in the mirror in the morning and then you tell you tell yourself that you are good enough you are great you can do everything you can do anything it's it's has a different effect on during your day because at night um, uh, you're, you're already resting right 
so maybe the one thing that's inspiring me inspiring me the most to to wake up and to work hard is of course myself aside from myself is the to have other people also uh with my age that you can achieve everything if you just work hard for it and you have connection and you have the right people to help you uh to push you with your dreams yeah yeah i think that's really profound because i i tend to come back around to this and you you're reminding me of it right now which is your purpose and what keeps you grounded and and makes you excited to wake up in the morning because i do think that there's a difference between waking up and just being on autopilot and just doing whatever it is that your day is asking of you or being intentional and saying who do i want to impact today what contribution do i want to make to make a difference and that's a totally different feeling and carries with it a different vibration than just doing stuff you know so i i think that's a really really wise way to go about your day is with a set of intention you know intentionality um so i want to ask you just a few questions to help people get to know you a little bit more so the title of my show is called born unbreakable because i believe that even through hardships challenges adversities we all are unbreakable we have the ability to keep going and to persevere so my question for you is what makes you unbreakable oh i i couldn't hear you yeah, i think your sound oh, there you are i hear you now <laughs> all right yeah maybe the reason why i'm born unbreakable is because of my faith and uh even the even the the slightest insect or animal they can live because the the source is already there and we just need to get it we just we just need to work hard for it so i'm unbreakable because because i know that someone that's someone is uh, leaning on me for my help or someone i will be i will be making changes for the life of someone so i don't have any reason to just be lazy for a day or or just to give up i just don't have the luxury to give up because people are are asking for my help and people are leaning toward and looking up for for me they're looking up um they are motivated with what i'm with what i'm doing so what will happen if this is just one day i just dropped dead and i did not make a difference with the life of any other people so maybe that's that's the reason if uh that's what that's the reason why i am unbreakable i'm born unbreakable yeah yeah i love it i love it yes <clears throat> i do think that having the spirit of selflessness and doing things in service of others changes the way that we that we think and it's 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 more motivating than just having 
yourself all the time to focus on, right? So I think getting outside of ourselves is is a really big way to grow, to learn, and to have a bigger, you know, influence on the world. So I want to ask you, you know, one of the one of the things you mentioned was, you know, waking up and telling yourself that you are good enough, that you are capable. But a lot of times in life, there's there's moments where we feel differently. <laughs> you know, like maybe we feel like we're not capable. Um, I know for myself, there were times when I just I didn't feel smart enough because I kept comparing myself to other people around me. For you, what has been one of your self-limiting beliefs that you had to work a little bit harder to overcome? Well, that's a good question, Des. Um, yeah, you're correct that not every day, not every time that you'll, you'll be feeling good about yourself. And I always, um, my self-limiting is maybe I, I don't believe in myself. There are times that I don't believe in myself, and one thing that I will, uh, that what I will do when I feel that is just take a pause, take a moment, and just do me. What I'm doing is I go to the gym, work out, and just release some steam, just to just to tell myself like, you're just like any other one. They they already done it. You need you don't need to reinvent the wheel. It's just that it's there. You just need to get it. Just take a pause, take a deep breath, work out, work on yourself, and then come back the other the next day, fresh and more motivated. And that's what I'm doing actually. Yeah. No, that's so true. <laughs> I've yeah. had to do that a lot more recently, just because it's been more stressful. And I think there's a lot of benefit from just knowing and listening to yourself when it's time to pause to reset and come back and then you have a fresh set of eyes and you're not putting yourself in a situation where you're trying to solve a problem when you're already to your limitation you know so i think that's really sound advice what about would you say is a superpower of yours so something you're really good at that you're proud of Oh, uh, maybe helping, maybe really helping other people because I, I will tell you a story and we all love stories. Yes. I will tell you a story. I have this friend, uh, he's my uh, grade school friend that I have this urge to help other people that I, I didn't realize because when there are times that I'm going back to Manila, I'm going to this mall and I see my, my, my former classmate and every time that I walk into him, I talk to him, he's very heavy, like and he has unsized, you can feel the, the heaviness in, her, in his heart that uh, he has a lot of problems. But then it will become my challenge actually to that, to, to a certain people or certain person that having this kind of trouble, heaviness in their heart just to work on it and just help them for a little bit more and that this is what i do so that that my friend uh, let's call him kevin kevin is always crying and talking to me and 
because of this heaviness in in his heart because of a certain uh, problems anyway you know what i did i did what i did is when i came back from uh, from uh, one of our, our sites in negros my first mission is to connect with him i what i did is we enrolled ourselves to to a gym and i just i just worked out with him and you know what happened after a month when we just finish our our set there are times that he will just sit on the bench and he'll just go break down and it's really serious and i did not tell anything i did not i did not tell anything i was just there listening and listening to his problem everything second month i i can see the i can see you know, the changes he's smiling more and then the third month unfortunately i need to go to my work and right now it's april may june july august it's been six months and after the third month i left for my work and he's still in the gym working out and that that makes me happy because the the person that i saw with the heaviness in their heart it's now lighter it's now light after six months so i did not do anything i just I just started the, the start button. I just switch it. Bro, you can do this. Just do you and you'll feel light more. And that's just one person. And the second, I, I have a lot of person that I didn't realize that I was helping. I, I just started the, the ball rolling. And mm -hmm. also our workers in, uh, in our site, the workers, the, the same. Well, they did not think that they needed the church so i just started the uh, i just start the the ball so oh, come on let's go let's go with me let's go to the church every sunday and then there comes a time that i will be driving um picking them up and then going to the church and then <laughs> a lot of times happen that sir sir do we go to church today because we're ready we're ready <laughs> in our dress so and then when I came back to Manila, every one of them, they're still there. They're still in the church wow. and their lives are changed all over again. And actually, I was just, I was realizing this right now. And, and uh, you know, I'm just looking back with the, with the people that I, I have. Maybe that's one of my, my gifts. I just start I up, so. yeah, just start the ball rolling and let them do the work. That's it. Yeah. You know, this is amazing. It, it reminds me of, as you were talking um, about, you know, helping your friend and going to the gym and helping people to lean into their faith. It's like planting a seed, right? And you help to plant seeds and water those seeds so that, the, that it can be nurtured and start to grow. And what you're doing is helping people to water their own seed. And when you can pour in, because some, here's the thing, and I think anyone listening can, to, can relate that sometimes all it is is that people need hope and they need an example that it is possible. When something seems so far away from you, if you don't have somebody in your immediate circle it's hard to envision something that is not your reality at the moment. 
if somebody can do one thing that gets you a little bit closer to a different reality, an expanded reality, then they can learn how to water their own little tree and it will continue to grow and, and have branches and be very strong because it has a foundation. And I think that's a, a, an amazing gift to have because it is one person at a time. A lot of times I, I think we feel like, gosh, can you just one person really make a difference? And, and I think what you're describing is absolutely, yes, one person at a time. That's all it takes. And if you do that each day and it's one person, whether it's a client, it's a stranger, or it's a friend or family member, that is making a difference. And that, you know, helps you to feel that compassion and growth in your own heart. So that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that, that story. So I, I, I want to ask you, what is something that's on your bucket list? something that you want to do in your lifetime that you're looking forward to? <laughs> it's pretty easy. I, I want to do the skydiving. <laughs> so I want to skydive like alone and I want to learn that. It's a, it's a pretty, awesome. pretty scary experience, but they say that it will change like 360 in, in your life, like how you do things when you do skydive. So I want to try that. That's my bucket list. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I think that's a really exhilarating once you, once you do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's I love that. Okay. Okay. Jack, if there was one last piece of advice that you could give to anybody listening right now, what would it be? Yeah, this, this is, uh, this coming from my father, whatever you will do today will be your tomorrow. It's, if it is either positive or a negative, it has an effect. So just uh, do what is right today and it will be right tomorrow. That's it. Oh my gosh. That is beautiful. Simply put, very well said. So Jack, how can people get in touch with you, follow your journey? Is there a website or a social media that you want to share with everyone? Yeah, my personal is it's jack.nolasco. My Instagram is jack.nolasco and my my Facebook is jacknolasco. And for Makai, it's uh, makaigreenenergyinc.com and the email address is admin at makaigreenenergyinc.com. So you can actually uh, reach out to me regarding business ventures and uh, some personal stuff also. Awesome. I will make sure that all that information is in the show notes so people can connect with you. But I'm so grateful that you called in today from the Philippines. Thank you, Des. Yeah. Just your energy and your positivity is is palpable. And I, I just am in gratitude for having this experience with you and and really proud that you're doing that work in the motherland. You know, like uh, I just think about my father. He passed away when I was little, but I, you know, know the stories of him and our our ancestors and the kinds of challenges that they're solving in our country. And to see you doing this work is just amazing because I, I see years from now, 
the benefits that it's going to bring to even more people. Yeah, it will be a long journey, but then it's, it's really sure that we will have the Philippines and all the people around it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jack. <laughs>